and we're back with episode five. Whoa! I'm Gabs, and this is my co-host Liz. Woo! And welcome to their trope saddle for dominance. Yay! We introduced yeah. ourselves for thing. <laughs> that was so nice and like fancy. Like, I know. It sounded I, so planned. I so professional. <laughs> and the joke is, it actually wasn't planned. We did that, and we remembered yeah. that. <laughs> Woo! Um. Okay. So, anything like interesting to add before we get started, Liz? Um, no, but I'm, like, so sorry if my, so I was at my job yesterday, and, like, I see, like, my therapist, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so comfortable (gasps) with my therapist talking, yeah, 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 so, like, I'm super comfortable with my therapist, like, talking to me at my job, like, she, she knows I'm comfortable with it, like, don't worry, she's not, like, breaking any, like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so, like, we're talking about, like, oh, like, TV shows she's watching, because we give each other TV show recommendations and movie recommendations all the freaking time, Mm -hmm. and I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, no, I haven't been watching anything, like, I've been working really hard on a podcast I started with my friend, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, and she was, like, oh, my God, you're starting a podcast, can I listen to it? (laughs) And I'm so sorry if she actually listens to it. I'm so sorry if she listens to this episode, because I am going to be mentioning porn. Um (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Um, we one time we spent we spent fifteen minutes of our session talking about how like handsome and charming Tom Hiddleston is. Okay. It was a great time. That's how I I remember you that, and that's how I knew that this was like the perfect therapist for you. I um, love her so much. She lets me just ramble. for what it's I worth. Her. I am preemptively blocking my family on the social media for the podcast, and I've also blocked them from my Instagram story so I can talk about the podcast without yeah. my parents seeing it, because I'm just like, I can't. My, my dad's not going to listen to it. Uh, I don't know about my mom. My mom's, like, very sweet about well, I, I don't think yeah. she'll, I think she'll be like, eh, it's too long. My she'll mom, probably just be like, Liz, mm-hmm. congrats. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom won't listen to it because she's just, like, not a podcast person, but my dad is super into podcasts. So like he would listen if I asked, and he wanted to listen, and I was like, I, I was like, I no. will only tell you the name of the podcast if you don't listen to it, because like yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling he might end up listening to it anyways. But hopefully, like in the first few episodes, like we gave enough warnings to scare him off, because like yeah. I'm pretty sure we talked about it like ten times already. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. My mom watches like a lot of like the idol stuff and my idol performances, Aww. so she's into- it's very sweet. Yeah, so I appreciate cute. it. But yeah, um, so I guess do you want to get right into the episode? Yeah, let's just get right into it. No more intro uh, today. Yeah, um, I guess I get to go. Um, I oh, chose my before, favorite trope finally. Before we do that, we should probably like give a quick rundown of how this goes. Just oh, yeah. For anybody who's listening, in I'm sorry, me. I'm stupid. <laughs> um, so, just as a quick heads up, the way this podcast works is the first person has gotten to choose their favorite trope this week from fan fiction, and the second person has to pick one from using a random generator. Uh, so, actually, they don't get to pick one, it gets chosen for them. And um, then we give you guys a bit of history about the tropes, and we'll also read a couple excerpts from said trope. Liz gets to go first, and because of that, she got to pick this week. So, Liz, tell us, what's your favorite trope that you got to pick? I finally was like, it's time to do college slash university AU. Can I just say, Liz has been into this since, like, even before college. Like, this is her bread and butter. (laughs) This is, like, my favorite thing. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure we bonded over this, like, freshman year. Yeah, we, um, if you guys didn't know, me and Gabs met at college, actually. We were roommates freshman year. And they were roommates. And we were supposed to be roommates this year if COVID didn't happen. Yeah, fuck COVID. I'm, like, still devastated. Now we have to have our Glee uh, nights on uh, Discord, and Cord. it's just not the same. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's okay. Um, But so, uh, what do you, like, do you like college AU, AU's Gabs? I love college AU's. I think it's kind of funny, and I think, I think this happens to, like, most people who enjoy, like, the school AU type thing, where it's, like, when you're younger, you love, like, high school AU, mm-hmm. and then... Once you graduate high school, you're like, oh my god, those are, like, babies. I can't. Yeah. Um, college AU and up only, please. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also just, like, the dy- – college AU gives, like, a better dynamic than high school AU because oh, usually, sure. like, dorming. So, like, you, you have, like, more 
um situations like you Mm -hmm. can have like roommates au's really naturally or they all just everyone lives in close proximity so like it just oh so there's also like the freedom like i really hate parents and fanfic and it just feels like really uncomfortable when you have like a romantic story and there's parents like even if they're just mentioned i'm like can you guys like not like go away i don't want to (laughs) listen about you yeah i just feel awkward when a parent gets met brought in Mm -hmm. i don't know about you i agree um yeah so i also I, just yeah i don't know sorry oh we so i think this goes no, for both go. of us but both of us tend to like gravitate towards like more explicit fanfic and that is easier when they're um like adults yeah and not like aged down or yeah so in. i tend to avoid the high school AUs. like yes. i don't think i've read a single high school AU since i graduated high school i haven't either i remember in high school i was like really really into attack on mm-hmm. titan and i'm not anymore for personal reasons but like i won't you know yeah i think just as they aren't but like i was so into like there was like a really big flux of like attack on titan high school fanfics and i was really really into those i think it also has to do with like liking to read characters kind of like in similar situations that you're true, experiencing true, true. so i no longer experience like um like high school things i experience college things and yes. i think yeah i also I like the agree. dynamic Yes. I like the, the school dynamic, and so college is just perfect for that. Mm. Well, I think you're yeah. also really onto something about, like, wanting to read about people who relate to you. Because, like, I'm mm-hmm. also, like, a really big, like, fantasy reader in general. Like, actual books, not just fanfic. And, like, over recent years, like, I'm, I'm super into a YA uh, fantasy, but it's so hard to read them. Because, like, they'll be like, I'm a 16-year-old, and I'm gonna save the world. And I'm like, no, you're not, baby. Go to school. Like, you're in 10th grade. Um, yeah. But so, yeah. like, being able to, like, gravitate towards more, like, adult series now, like, with characters that are actual adults, it's so much easier to relate to. Yeah, I agree. And so being in, like, very specific everyday situations is great. So, yeah. I guess I'll get into a bit of the history. So this is from uh, fan lore, um, mm-hmm. as, like, always. So yes. college AUs are AUs where characters who are not canonically in college are in college. They're, as we said, closely related to high school AUs, and they're also a subgenre of modern AU when it's paired with the right fandom. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say it's just, like, a fandom that has to do with, like, stuff from, like, I don't know, like, a Game of Thrones, like, fandom. Mm-hmm. Like, a Game of Thrones college AU would be also a modern AU. Yes, true. Um, this is popular in science fiction, historical, and fantasy fandoms. It puts the characters into normal and mundane, mundane uh, I can't speak, mundane <laughs> situations compared to their normal ones. Ooh, this is popular. That like I feel like so Liz covered domestic um, AU's. And I was thinking episode. about how it's kind of similar. Yeah, definitely. I think I don't think like I think domestic doesn't have to be college, but college definitely falls under domestic usually. Yeah. That um, makes sense. Then the. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like, I lost you my train there? of thought. Um, it's popular specifically in the Merlin and Marvel fandom, and obviously I read a lot of Marvel fanfic, so yes. I specifically read a lot of Marvel college AUs. Um, this is also popular in real person fics, where the people go to... Po- <laughs> I'm not a real person fic I know, fan. neither of us But I have to mention it, because like... It's okay, um, just wait for what I have to mention. Um, it, because, so it's, like, the people, I feel like feel weird being, like, the care not saying the characters, but they're not characters, they're people. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the people go to college, and they usually have not met before. They're, like, new friends in college. Um, One Direction has a lot of these fix and... Supernatural. Um, yeah. Has um, a lot. After... After was, which is now a movie, it had it has a sequel movie, it's a book series, it was originally a self-insert One Direction college yes, AU Yes, I heard pick. about that. Wasn't it, like, Reader X Harry or something? It was Reader X Harry. Oh my god. Yep. I watched, um, I I'm really into the YouTube channel Pretty Much It. They do, like, movie commentaries. Mm-hmm. And so they did one of After, and oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> I just, did I ever, I told you about my mom's fanfic, right? Oh, Yeah. So, um, so every time we talk about something like After or like Fifty Shades of Grey, like popular media that was originally fanfic, I am reminded of how at the peak of Fifty Shades of Grey popularity, my mother, who is like now like 50, um, she 
was really really into the band Duran Duran in the 80s. I which... like I like ones I specifically like I love Duran Duran mostly specifically for their song Girls on Film. Yeah, which that's is a good song. such a fucking bumping song. I actually have like such a love for that song. I don't think you understand. It was on my Spotify <laughs> top to one my Spotify top 100 list. Yeah, I my, my mom is still like their biggest fan. Um, good taste queen like she makes me watch the music videos i love that um but she was like so into it that she tried to teach herself japanese because they like kept doing this like exclusive interview with a japanese magazine so she and her friends tried to teach themselves japanese so they could learn like enough to read the interview um so just like that's like all you know about my mom's love with them and she was really obsessed with the lead singer and her friends, like, they all had, like, a different member of the band that they were obsessed with. So they filled five composition notebooks with self-insert fanfic. Granted, they didn't know it was fanfic <laughs> at the time. They just, like, they were, like, writing a story. Um, they were all, like, 13, 14. And just literally them, like, becoming, like, married to the band. <laughs> and the best part is, like, you, you would think, oh, they probably, like, aged themselves up to be, like, you know, the same age as the band. They were all claiming to be, like, 16. <laughs> they were, like, they couldn't picture themselves I as, like, will, actual adults. I, I will say, like, when you were 13, like, aging yourself up to when you were 16, you're like, oh, I'm so old. Right, yeah, I'm exactly. So old. But I'm the so best old. part is, so my mom <laughs> takes these notebooks out. I'm in eighth grade, and she tells me, she's like, I want you to rewrite these you like writing i want you to rewrite these into like like stories that we can publish because like my mom had like so many of those like get rich quick schemes like when oh i was a kid gosh. and this was one of them and she was like you should write this so i personally could not get past the first 10 pages of it um and this is all handwritten stuff and it's it's just like every other line is just I smirked seductively at him. I sexily <laughs> winked and lifted the hem of my red dress seductively. Like, her favorite words were smirk, sexy, and seductive. Oh, my God. And, like, in the first ten pages, she has sex with the lead singer, like, on a throw rug next to a carpet. And the, I think the lead singer's, like, wife walked him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's been, it's been like, almost ten years since I read this. But it was, it was um, so overwhelming to read your mother's like sex fanfic at the age of yeah like, 12. i think yeah it's definitely a bit odd I... I just i i was like not prepared for it and then on that same note just something else i'd add is my boyfriend like one of his like best friends his one of his best friend's moms is best friends with the author of 50 shades of gray like they no. were college roommates that's so fucking yeah funny. i'll introduce you i can't introduce you to the author but i can just see the friend whose mom that's like really funny though (laughs) i know apparently she's like actually a really like chill person and like you would not guess like she's my mom suburban mom like yeah my mom reads 50 shades of gray like she read all the books so did my mom i called it mommy porn it is mommy porn yeah um Um, but like it's like like, it's normie it's normie fanfic it is it is and like i just i my sister um used to be on a soccer team and we were at one of their like team houses for like um uh, some party and so all the moms were there and I, of course i was like one of the only siblings so i was just chilling with the moms and then for whatever reason one of them like mentions 50 shades of gray and they just assumed because i was 10 that like i wouldn't know what it was and i was like oh isn't that the mommy porn and they were all <laughs> it's like, like bro i'm really into twilight of course i know what 50 yeah, shades what of gray exactly, is <laughs> exactly that's the only reason i knew because i was such a twihard at age like 10 and my mom was like so angry that I said that. All the moms thought it was so funny. My mom like grounded me though. Yeah, I think when it's like your kid, it's embarrassing. But when it's someone else's kid, oh, it's, it's just so kind funny. of funny. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I guess like I'll get back. Yeah. <laughs> Little tangent. Um. But so um, college A year fix. So um, these fix are like never. They're like not supposed to be canon compliant at all. So like if it's a fic that explores a character who in canon went to college in the past and mm-hmm. it's kind of just exploring their past college experiences and like how it led to their characterization it's filed under an academy fic oh. not a college au interesting because it's not an alternate universe i guess that makes sense i just didn't realize yeah. there was I like mean, another I think, tag for it yeah there is another tag for it but i still think people probably would just tag it college au i don't think it's like widely known i i found it yeah. interesting too i was like whoa but um so i have two little um snippets of um fix for Ooh, us do i get to I, read 
Yes. Um, our first uh, fic is a oh, farm yes! mercy fic. <laughs> I'm like looking at it right now. I'm so excited. I I feel like we have we haven't had any like sapphic rep. Um, we have it, which is funny because both of us are pretty sapphic. So yes, <laughs> I was like, like I should probably I talk about my boyfriend. Like I am very very bisexual, and everybody is still surprised that I'm dating a man. Uh, yeah but i was like oh i should probably like I, like I, we should read it you know it's yes. a fun time also, also i love farmers yes yeah, both of us are it's very so good watch um, farmers as we so talked good. about before so. i like tried to find uh i will say i'm a bigger moisty fan <laughs> i couldn't find any good moisty <laughs> ones though moira is just so sexy Moira is so fucking sexy is, i okay. also didn't want to have to deal with one of us having to do a bad irish brogue um, that would have um, been you, your job, just saying. I don't know how to, I can't do okay, an Irish you, broke. you do it better than me. No, I can't do one at all. But you have family members, so like, you I do have family them. members. I most, I actually have a lot of family members that are married to, like, Irish men who came here specifically from Ireland. I have cousins that live in Ireland. Yeah, exactly, so you'd be better at I can't me. do it, I can't do it. Because okay. I can't even do a British accent, and, like, yeah. look at me. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we're not doing it today, Thank so God. it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, do you want to read for Farah or Mercy? Um, up to you. I feel like if oh I read God. for Farah, I feel like Gen Con is gonna, like, come out of the sky and judge me. Oh my god, do it. No, no, no. She's, I'm gonna like try to imitate her and then it's gonna sound so bad and Jen is gonna be like, hmm. Then don't imitate her, just do your voice. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, I cosplay both of them, so like, who do you want? You wanna do Mercy? Yeah, I'll do Mercy. Okay, okay, I'll do Farah. Okay, okay. Um, so this is called Winter is Warmer Than Nanobots by Aww. Fictional Portal on AO3. So, okay, we'll start. This starts, um, the first she that we're referring to is Farah because I went like a yes. little bit further in. Okay. She sipped her cinnamon hot chocolate, her drink of the day for the past several months. Though it was early April, snowflakes fell from the sky and sleepily landed atop the half meter high snowbanks. Um, Fariha. Is it like, is that how you pronounce like the Fariha. whole like Fariha? Yeah. yeah. Fariha. Okay, sick. Um, yeah, I just don't want to like go through like mispronouncing it. Okay. Fariha <laughs> thought it you. was... You would have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fariha thought um, it still felt like winter, and she would continue drinking wintry drinks until the horrible cold sweat stuff went away. Faria kicked herself again for choosing to go to a university in a place that had seasons. Even her mother's faculty discount wasn't reason enough to suffer through this nonsense. Um, all right, Angela said, moving her coffee cup to the side of the table. Time to get to work. She took a red notebook out of her bag and flipped through the pages briskly. What did you want to review for the exam? Chapter 7. Bria implied, mimicking Angela's movements and retrieving her own green notebook. She was a bit irked that their subject that their subject color coding was, didn't match up. I was just thinking that. I was like... I was <laughs> That's like, always rough. Green is... What is... Um, so, because this one in parentheses says, Bria had always used green for scientific subjects. So, science. What, yeah. What, did you use green um, for science? Hmm. I actually... I think I used black. I use green. I don't Black know. was for, um... I just know red was for math, blue yes. was for language arts, pink <gasps> was for Spanish. Blue was for language arts, blue was <gasps> for social studies. No. Uh, purple red... was for, purple was for language arts. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, honestly, like, as long as math was red and Spanish was pink, I don't think I really had, like, anything else specific. I think I usually did green for social studies. Um... Oh my god, that's so weird. Green was I for science. Science, bro. I did white. Yeah, science I did white. Green was for science for me. Uh, blue was for social studies. I like... uh, purple was for English. Red was for math, obviously. Yes. And then um, I took Italian, so my language I used either yellow or black. Mm. I think yeah. for me, like I mostly used white for uh, science because I like to pretend I was a little scientist, especially because <laughs> I did anatomy for like three years in high school. So um, and like. A lot of it was, like, dissecting and, like, mm-hmm. sciencey stuff. So I was like, I'm a little scientist with my white <laughs> notebook. <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 yeah. sorry. We can okay. go. I'm all ears, Dr. Ziegler. Angela laughed good-naturedly. I'm not a doctor yet. I still have to survive two more years researching for your mother. Not to, like, uh, subtract from the fanfic, but canonically, at this age, she would be a doctor if we're talking Overwatch universe. Just saying. Let, uh. let's, let it live. Let it live. <laughs> Bria didn't understand how anyone could genuinely enjoy being a TA, but Angela was always sunny during her office hours. Both of us were TAs, Gabs. We were. Um, my office hours were at 9.30 in the morning, so I was 
always dead and no one showed up to oh them because they were so early yeah I actually no people would show up to them once in a while but i was always I fucking dead was i would never have showed up to them sorry um yeah I, it's because i work so I, know, I, know. I had to have like early hours because like i'd have it like a specific time where i knew i didn't have true i, I would only have like students there because mine would be like right before the class mm-hmm so I would always have students, like, right before the test. We no, would that makes them. sense. That makes sense. I, yeah, I did mine um, at, like, uh, two, I had them at a really weird specific time because I set them when Nick had a work schedule. Mm-hmm. So it was 2.45 to 3.45 p.m. every Thursday, and that's because, like, I had to, like, pick up Nick from work, um, and then he stopped working, and I just never bothered to change my hours. That's valid. So. Okay. Did you have any specific questions, or do you just want to listen to me talk about the comprehensive history of nanobots? To be fair, if Mercy was speaking to me about the comprehensive history of nanobots, I would let her ramble. I agree. Um, Bria pushed her notebook to the middle of the table and pointed to a circle at the bottom of the page. I can't wrap my head around this diagram. Ah, Angela said, turning the notebook towards her. She reached into her bag for a pen. Is it all right if I scribble? Scribble away. Bria replied. She was thrilled that she hadn't been assigned to one of the other TAs. She had heard from her friends in the other sections of introduction to microbiology and nanorobotics that none of them were quite as friendly as Angela, and they certainly didn't hold office hours in the campus's cozy coffee shop. Something else that- wait, I want to, like, chime in really quick. It's so, like- but Liz and I went to, like, a relatively smaller school, so, like, it's really weird to me to imagine, like, TAs teaching, like, 100-plus students at once, and I know that happens, especially, like, large universities, but it's, like, I just, like, I can't imagine it. I don't know about the class, you, Liz. I The class I freaking TA'd was 60 students. Well, true, but you did, so Liz TA'd for um, a class that's required for our major, so, mm-hmm. and it was also um, the largest time I think that class was offered, right? Yeah, because after that semester, they, they, re- they like, said, oh, this is an upper class. This is an upper level class. Like, we cannot, it was, like, something, like, ethical because, like, they said, like, it needs to be um, held, like, in a smaller size because all of our upper level classes are, like, 30 students. Yeah. So, she had assigned, like, our teacher had, it was the first time this teacher was also teaching a class this large. Yeah. So she had me and, like, one of my friend's uh, boyfriends as a TA. Love him. I had so much fun TAing with him. But because it was such a huge class, we just, like, we all struggled because we were, like, she wasn't used to having this many students. We really needed, like, one or two more TAs. It was a rough time, bro. Right. Oh, I, my I God. took it when Liz, like, the semester after Liz TA, when it dropped back to 30 students. And even at 30 students, it was, like, kind of hard for everyone to keep up. So I cannot even imagine. Yeah. It, it, it was, like, a lot of, like, it's, like, it's physio psych. So it's, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, difficult kind of, like, bio and, it's like, neuropsych hard. stuff. Yeah. Oh, what a it's time. Like you took the hardest parts of anatomy and combined it with the hardest parts of psychology. Parts of psychology, you, <laughs> that's, you get that class. It's literally I like, TA'd it, though. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, did you TA'd twice? <laughs> no, I only TA'd oh, it okay, once. Okay. Yeah, um, um, anybody yeah. who wants to sit through that class again is a masochist, Liz, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mostly sat in the front and watched Overwatch streams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair, I did that too a lot in class. I would just watch Overwatch League, like, in the corner yeah. while someone was you teaching. Know. It's whatever. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Angela finished drawing on Faria's notes and turned um, turned the page back around. For one th- thing, the arrows were all going in the wrong direction. Doesn't that make much more sense for phase three to can come after phase four? Well, it sometimes does, but that's for intermediate M and N, which so. I will not be taking. Faria said definitely, definitively. Sorry, I can't speak sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> we are. Um, stop (laughs) um it's fascinating really angela's eyes lit up you can see the n oh my god anomalous Anomalous? yeah i don't know i I didn't take micro (laughs) i took normal anatomy uh phase order if the core of the nanobots is made up from impure platinum which can have dire repercussions for she kept talking, but between the complex concepts and her sparkling eyes, Faria's head was spinning before the end of Angela's first sentence. Aww. Cute. Cute. We will go through the, we will not touch on the ethics of possibly getting into a relationship with your TA. I was just but... about to say. <laughs> um, I actually have read, like, real life stories, though, of people who did that. And, like, I don't, 
depending on the situation i don't think it's necessarily the worst thing yeah i i was talking to a girl from tinder who i i after we matched she mm. was like oh yeah i think you ta one of my classes i was like oh my god i do <laughs> um or it was no was it during i was talking it might have been someone else i was talking i've like i actually i ended up matching with like quite a few people who was, were like yeah you like, ta my tinder. class so <laughs> yeah but like people they'd be like yeah you TA'd my class i'm like motherfucker okay to be fair if i saw you in tinder and you were my ta i'd match because i'd be like oh my god like the girl with the pink hair and she was so excited about everything Delicious. so cute i didn't have pink hair when i TA'd though oh well cute hair <laughs> i don't know i don't remember <laughs> it's okay um oh. yeah but this is um so the next one i had to do a stucky fic my favorite chip I feel like and you, my favorite like show. We just look forward to your stucky fic of the week Every- i actually promise i'm going to try and take a break from reading marvel fics after this really to, like not bore everyone Honestly, i feel like, bad i thought i was going to be the one who like did all like the various genres and we just left you at marvel <laughs> <laughs> um this is actually a fic i was like i think i was this is like one of like my favorite stucky college au fics like yes. genuinely i love this one i think i talk i do you remember when you went to the hospital and i met up with you (laughs) (laughs) and i was mentioning (laughs) for context i i uh randomly developed like really bad tendonitis in my left foot and i had to end up going to the er because i couldn't walk and i was stranded on the curb of our parking lot at school so i called an uber to the er um and Liz met me there after she got off work because yeah. I had no way to go. Yeah. So, and she comes um, in, I'm like in pain on the bed, hospital bed, and she's just like, Oh my god, I'm reading this like stuff you think at work. <laughs> it's how it goes, okay? But yeah, this one this one is genuinely really good and really cute. So it's called Learn Me Hard, Oh Learn Me Right mm-hmm. by AHM112 on AO3. You know the so, song fic title is always going to slap the most. Uh, it's, Gabs, I, like, I'm literally blushing thinking about this fic. I love this fic. Oh, um, um, do you want to give ratings? Like, what was the pharmacy fic rated? What's this rated? Oh, the pharmacy fic was rated, I'm pretty sure it was, like, G. Like, it was general okay, audiences. Okay. It didn't go. This one, um... If I remember, yeah, it's explicit. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, based on how excited you were to tell me about it, I'm going to guess it was explicit. I uh, <laughs> I don't, the thing is, like, I don't think, the, the explicit parts weren't the best parts. I oh, think it okay. was, the best parts of it are, like, kind of when they're still, like, when, like, um, like, it's basically, like, Bucky is the tutor, he's tutoring Steve. Mm. When they're still, like, kind of just, like, tutor, like, student. And the And the kind of, like, the gr- Ah, the crushing is so cute! I just- Okay, yeah. I'm it's still, just I still just- I'm, like, really sad, like, for you. Because, like, I wanted this year to be the year you get your college AU romance. Like, cries. It will never coming. happen. Grad school, never. Liz. Grad school. Grad school. We got a whole other year, extra year to wait. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Uh, hey, sorry, try. go ahead. Okay. So, uh, do you want to- You read for Bucky last time. You want to read for Bucky again? Um, wait, should a- I should I read for Bucky because like he this is his point of view? If it's his POV, I'd say you should read for Bucky and I'll Oh no, proceed. this is wait no, this is Steve's POV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then okay. you proceed and I'll read for Bucky and I'll do my deep man voice that I did last time that like You don't have awful. to do your deep man voice. I will voice. do it and I will make everybody listen to it. <laughs> okay. Um Steve didn't know what to expect. So he did what his anxiety told him to do. Get to the library 30 minutes early and take control of the situation. Um, Finding the table he had previously met Bucky at, he dropped his bag, dug out his laptop, shuffled through his papers and textbooks, and got to work. By the time Bucky walked up to the table at 6.30 on the dot, Steve had read and reread the first chapter five times and felt close to tears. Staring at the book with his hair fisted in his hands, he willed himself to memorize the words behind the theories. I can I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel this. yeah. This is like um, he's having like trouble with like math, and he's oh, Steve is basically like math. football like star, and like he needs to pass this class to like graduate and Aww. stay like on the team. So um, he gets like assigned a tutor. Aww. Okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I can't. Okay, okay. Bucky said while pulling out the uh, out the chair across from Steve's. How's it going? <laughs> I hate your deep man voice. Me too. I hate editing it. <laughs> Awful. I haven't take, taken math in three fucking years, and I might as well be reading Spanish, which, surprise, I also haven't taken in three fucking years. 
Steve spit back, running his hands through his hair, further disheveling it. Alright, well, let's take a look. Uh, Bucky peered over the page between the book and notes. You take great notes! <laughs> I'm sorry, that just reminded me of, like, Mulan, when, when they were like, you fight good. <laughs> it might also have to do with your voice. Or maybe. <laughs> um, Steve snorted, and look how, um, and look how much good it's done. When Bucky looks at him, eyes knit. Eyes, eyebrow, uh, eyebrows, stuck on words. Eyebrows, Liz. I know how to read eyebrows. <laughs> my tongue just, my mouth got stuck. Um, eyebrows raised. He shrugged before defla- um, deflating. Sorry, it's just there's a lot writing on this class, and I just don't get it. Steve looked at him helplessly, hating having those blue gray eyes stare back at him with the barest hint of pity. Yes, the poor, poor jock is bad at something. They practically screamed. Let's start with the basics. Bucky started. <laughs> calculus is just a makeup of algebra and trigonometry. I Bucky's... actually don't know calculus or trigonometry, so. <laughs> yeah, I took uh, pre-calc. I took algebra. Yeah, I took algebra. I did not take pre-calc. I took pre-calc, dropped halfway through the year because of um, external reasons. I missed a lot of school because of like hospital stuff. And like it was just too much to get caught up in. I just, um, so I the it's... year... Sorry, the year after, yeah. So the year after, basically, we were like, I was a year ahead of math because I was in advanced math, mm-hmm. um, in middle I, school. So oh, okay. in middle school, basically eighth grade, you take like whatever the first year of like high school math uh-huh. is. So you're a year ahead. So basically, you can like choose. But so it wasn't like a huge deal that I had to like stop halfway through the year because I was already ahead. Uh-huh. So my last year, instead of taking pre-calc again, my parents were, my mom was just like, you know what, Liz, like, let's not stress you out. You can take college algebra. And because I already learned most of the stuff, right. it wasn't that I was bad in pre-calc. I just missed so much work and the teacher was such an asshole. Mm-hmm. He made me make up literally every single little assignment I missed. Ugh. And I missed like three months of school. And this oh teacher God. assigned like an hour's worth of homework every night. So it was just like not going well at all. Oh my god! Um, so basically, I just took like college algebra, algebra, and I helped teach the class. Basically, mm-hmm. I, I would sleep through half of the class in like the special education program I was in, and come come into the class, and I still knew more than the entire class. It was <laughs> kind of funny. I helped teach them I all. Um, I just think it's funny. I took algebra three years in a row in high school. So tenth grade was the year that we were supposed to be, you know, taking algebra. But then mm-hmm. they changed the curriculum for, like, high schools, and yeah. it became 11th grade you took algebra. And for some reason, they just made us take algebra again. Oh, wait, I did take, <laughs> I did take trigonometry. We take, right. in I New York, know. we take, oh my uh, god, wait, I can give you my, what exactly I took. Uh, just, they changed the Georgia education standards, like, so often, but, like, I don't know. But, so I took algebra two years in a row, and then my third year, I took college algebra, like, through dual enrollment, so. <laughs> yeah, I took um, Algebra 1 in, like, 8th grade, Geometry in, like, my um, in my freshman year, and then I took Algebra 2 slash Trigonometry my sophomore year. Yeah. yeah Your girl's I, good at math. Yes. I am taking a math class for the first time in four years next semester because I'm taking personal finance. I'm a little bit scared, but... Oh, I, man, I you should have you should have just taken... Uh, like the psych stat class that your advisor I know, teaches, but, but like I'm really he... bad at personal finance, so I like I took oh, this like fair. as like an actual like life cycle class. Because I was I gonna say, to since you already took all of the research methods class, it would have been so easy for you. True. Okay. Well, back to the fix. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Bucky's brows furrowed as he flipped through Steve's notes. It looks like she's having you all learn the essentials of derivatives and antiderivatives. With those, you need to need. You're going to need to understand algebraic expressions, like how to modify and transform the equation. I know nothing of what he's saying, but my best friend is literally a math major. So, like, I'm just thinking of her, like, explaining this to me and my eyes glazing over. <laughs> I actually used to want to be a math teacher when I was in high school. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> he glanced at Steve and surprised them both by covering Steve's hand um, that was fisted on the table with his own. Hey, it'll be okay. This is what I'm here for. What do you remember about math? Whenever someone just says, like, hey, to start the thing, where it's, like, especially where it's, like, oh, he's surprised him by covering his hand, it just makes me think of the thing from from Spider-Verse, where it's just, like, the, hey, you know that? (laughs) I was not thinking that, actually. I was just thinking of, like, I just think it's really cute, like, they're grabbing their attention, so you only focus this on them. But my mind just went, 
Hey. <laughs> and my deep man voice. Hey. hey. Wait, wait, wait. No, yeah, no, that's why. Because it was also the deep man voice. Because <laughs> no, he specifically is supposed to do the deep man yeah, voice. Yeah, yes, but Liz, Liz, the TikTok head. Hey. 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 Uh, hey. Hey. I, I'm literally doing the hand motion. Well. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Um, he asked, a small smile played at the corners of his lips. Steve found himself momentarily transfixed on it. Well, and thus began the three-hour-long study session that neither of them had anticipated. Their conversation flowed as Bucky patiently listened to Steve discuss what he had a, a vague remembrance for and what he didn't. The more Steve talked, the more he felt like Bucky was slowly coming to the realization that he had taken on a bigger task that, than what the school was paying him for. <laughs> Something um, whispered nastily in the back of his mind um, that this wouldn't last, that Bucky wasn't going to help him at all. Um, the same voice that followed him ever since he was seven and told the teacher that it looked like the numbers were swimming on the page and the teacher had scoffed and dismissed oh, him. Oh, does he have dyscalculia in this? That's why we brought it up. I remember. That's why we, that's why we brought it up. Because I, okay. I think you mentioned someone you knowing having dyscalculia. Yeah, and I was Nick. like, I know that from a Stucky fic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nick does that. Yeah, because you were talking about Nick having it. And I was mm. like, oh, I know what that is. And yeah. I was like, I'm embarrassed to admit, but the only reason why I know what that is is because of a Stucky <laughs> fic. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, dyscalculia is basically the math version of dys uh, dyslexia. So, like, if dyslexia is that, like, it's hard to read, sometimes letters change or swim around the page, math numbers do that. Like, numbers will look different, equations look wrong, like, you might, like, it might say a seven on the page, but you were reading a three. Like, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. All right, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Doing his best to shake off, um, he watched Bucky diligently. The way he came over and sat next to Steve, their knees pressed together under the table, drawing out different functions, explaining why the Y and the and sorry, the X and Y sets were dependent on ordered pairs. Bucky spoke with his hands, briefly touching Steve on his shoulders to draw his attention to a topic, along with letting their forearms brush when Bucky would correct his equations by pointing to certain details on the paper. The two continued to work uh steve meticulously writing and erasing rewriting with bucky's corrections over the basic equations and graphs bucky supplied by the time the library announced it was 15 minutes um to closing the two had covered a year's worth of high school pre-calculus in three and a half hours that's why you need to make sure to remember that a function from x to y refers to a function that may have a proper subset as x of x as domain i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Bucky finished after the announcement, looking down at his watch, he grimaced. Damn, it's already 11. <laughs> now I'm thinking of that one tick that he's like, Damn it, I'm banned from the Dave and Busters. Damn it, I, I've, been I've been banned from Dave and Busters. <laughs> the comfortable fog of mad seemed to clear from the air as he glanced back up at Steve. You look like shit. Thanks, you're pretty too, Steve replied sarcastically before hastily gathering the mess of papers off the table and shoving it into his backpack. I'll see you Monday. He stood up, tossing his backpack over his shoulder and started towards the elevators. Aww, that was a cute necklace. Thank you. Um, yeah, but like, so you, you see like the little, like the little wistful, like. It's cute. I, like, uh, I definitely, I feel like it's super easy to like long in college if that makes sense like that yeah like you see someone like across the way the, the long library yeah. and just like the shy glances you guys exchange but then you never talk ever again and you like literally forget about them the next day yeah i love that shit <laughs> this is when i tell you like this is such a good fucking fic mm -hmm. it's such a good fucking fic <laughs> i like i'm pretty sure i've like reread this like a couple times like i don't doubt it i think you it really it really might be like fic. my my favorite fic of all time like genuinely Aww. Cute. Yeah. I love All right. it. Um, um so will you read college AUs again? <laughs> yes, definitely. I still do. Um I'm actually right now really into Catradora college fics. If any of you guys watch Shira, there's like a pretty good amount of college AUs for them, and it's so cute. I read this really good love one. It. That was um it was explicit, so I don't want to get too into it, but it was like uh they both played lacrosse, so <gasps> Um, yes, for those of you guys it. who don't know, I actually have trauma from playing lacrosse. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot that. Yeah, how did I forget you played? I forgot it for a second. I have PTSD from that because uh, of my coach in high school. But um, I was like one of the top goalies in my state. I played internationally. I played at the Jewish um, Maccabia, which is like the junior version, which is like Jewish Olympics, basically. And I was invited to play for Israel's actual Maccabia team, and like so, like I played like 
really like a high level like i went to our college for lacrosse even though it's d3 because like i didn't want to go d1 but like i was being recruited by a lot of big schools anyways so i have a lot of trauma from lacrosse so the fact that i was able to read this was like really cool to me um but long story short so now that now that you've um watched the boys you now you know kimiko voices glimmer no wait really yeah i'm pretty sure wait i'm looking this up right now hold up hold up hold up hold up where is she? What's her what's her what's her Karen, name? Karen. Uh, Karen Fuku- <laughs> Karen. Stop. Karen. Um, yeah, I'm pretty um, sure. Um credits. Okay, I'm looking up her IMDB right now. It's loading. Why is IMDB taking so long? Yeah. It says she on the pr- Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's like because you wouldn't that. you wouldn't think it because she doesn't speak in the show. <laughs> I was supposed to say she doesn't sound like that, and I'm like, it's cause she doesn't speak. doesn't speak. She was also uh, Katana in Suicide Squad. Oh, wow. I, oh, my, I... She oh is... My. Oh, if you've ever watched any of her interviews, she is, like, one of the sweetest and most pure souls ever. Mm-hmm. She's, like, adorable. A huge part of the fandom is just, like, obsessed with her. I love her so much. No, she I is... Her. I really like her in The Boys. Like, she's probably, like, my favorite character oh, in The Boys. Kimiko is great. So, yeah. Ah, I love that she likes Glimmer. It's so cute. I actually yes. love Glimmer. Like, I know a lot of the fandom hates Glimmer. Like... So the fandom for Shira is basically split into either hating Adora, hating Kasha, or hating Glimmer, or all Why three. can't people so, just like them? Because, <laughs> like, people just don't like character growth, or they don't like accepting that, like, some characters are meant to have, like, bad parts. I think a lot yeah. of it's, like, a lot of the fandom is kids, but, like, you know, Katra is supposed to be, like, unlikable, and mm-hmm. she grows into being more likable. I mm-hmm. just like her the whole time because she's really hot, but <laughs> her personality is awful. Same with Glimmer. Yeah. Like, she starts as, like, this really, like, kind of, like, narcissistic character who's, like, super, like, scared of, you know, losing her one friend and, like, manipulates others Mm -hmm. because of that. And she grows and, like, becomes not that. I don't want to give too many spoilers. So I'm going to find her really hot, basically, if I watch it. I don't... Glimmer is not, like... I would not describe Glimmer as hot just because... I describe... I don't want to spoil it for you. But, like, later on, I think she's hot. But when she starts, she's very childish. Like, oh, so she's, she's just meant cute. To be, yeah, she's meant cute. to be betrayed as, like, a very childlike character, like, who's innocent and doesn't have a lot so of just experience. Cute. Yes. Cute. But okay. later on, when she gets that experience, I do think she's hot, and I want to cosplay that version of her. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll actually watch She-Ra. Please watch it. Was, I will literally rewatch it with you. I was rewatching Princess Prom last night, which, for those of you who know, is, like, episode eight in season one. I, Everybody knows. Come on, it's like we have to. We have to. We have to finish watching Glee. You want? Would... We should. You want? No, we. No, you want? No, we should watch after Glee. What? We should watch Gossip Girl together. We should, but you want to watch Shira? Shira. <laughs> okay. I actually would rather like skip Glee and just watch Shira. Like I love okay, Shira okay. so much. We should Sorry. probably get into our next. Yes. Oh, I was talking about Shira because of the fic I read. So yeah. there was this. They were like rival. Like they both played lacrosse in high school, and they everyone thought they would like be together forever. And then Shira got like the scholarship, the college bright moon, and um, which is like a fancy school. So she went there, and Katra had to go to I think what they called it like Horde School. I don't know, and like. She had to go to the crappy college that both of them had been planning to be together, and Katra felt betrayed, and so, like, they broke up because she was like, we can't be together because you went to my enemy school, and then they Mm -hmm. end up getting together after, like, really hot makeup sucks because they're like, I still love you, and, like, also, like, um, like, we can still be together even if we play for other teams or whatever. It's cute. Also, I think it was Omegaverse, so that might have been why I read it, even with (laughs) lacrosse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Gabs, what's your, what's your fic? So, speaking of Omegaverse, um, I got randomly assigned Kemono Mimi, which stands for animal ears in Japanese, and it's basically just, like, the act of anthropomorphizing. And not even that, I was just say like, adding, like, animal traits to people. Yeah. So, usually that's in the form of, like, cat ears, you know, Cat boys! Yeah, cat boys and cat girls are, like, arguably the biggest part of that, which I'll get into. So, Liz, what do you know about Kimono Mimi other than cat boys and cat girls? This is kind of it. all I really care about. <laughs> That's fair. I think, like, I knew the term, but, like, before, like, looking into this, my only understanding of it was, like, cat boys and cat girls. And to yeah. be fair, that is, like, the majority of it, but there is, like, some yeah. interesting stuff in it, which I found cool. So I used both fan lore and um, the page on Wiki called, wait for it, Moe anthropomorphism. Okay. <laughs> that is a page on Wiki. 
also called in parentheses Moe Kajinka. Um, okay. So that was a lot to like read, <laughs> um, but that that was really interesting because um, I think it it dug more into like there's like some psych stuff in there which I really liked. Okay. Uh, so like the fan lore page just talked about like what it is, and then I got some more like information from like actual academic scholars in Japan. Okay. Um, on the wiki. Oh yeah, because it, it's like essentially it's like could be a media study. Yes, I will get into that, Liz. Oh, oh I took a uh, new media studies class. Ooh. Um, yeah, so uh, the first thing is that it's not the same as the tag animal transformation because people in the kimono mimi um, subgroup are still human. Granted, like some people go a little far and make them almost the same as like, I don't know how to say this. Like they're not like furries because like I say, I feel like saying furries is like wrong, but like, like say for like cat example like they're cat people you know like someone will be like describing their fur or whatever but they're supposedly uh-huh. like still like humans for all intents and purposes yeah so i think people sometimes like push it a little further than typical kimono maybe. or or sometimes they'll just like they'll refer to their fur as like just like their regular hair on their head like yeah even, yeah like, that's also a really yeah. good point so um i don't know but it's it, the like main thing is that it's also not the same as like furry like it's a subset of uh, yeah furry but it can like also be completely separate sometimes there's some overlap but it's not always yeah yeah i got you yeah and then the other key thing is that while kimono mimi means animal ears on humans it like usually is um in addition to normal ears and tails however the ears can be fake or real so for example chat noir from miraculous ladybug is considered kimono mimi because of his cat ears even though they're not like real cat ears to his head yeah yeah it's part of the outfit so okay. um, I thought that was interesting because I didn't know that. <clears throat> and then media studies scholar uh, Yuji uh, Sone said that um, kimono mimi is the example, an example of the otaku mindset or like, you know, closet, not closet, like weebs who like do nothing but watch anime. Um, it's a sub, my, sorry, it's an example of the mindset growing into sexual fantasies. So this um, scholar just like believes it to be like kimono mimi to be exclusively sexual mm-hmm. i think that just like you know how it's not always furry like sometimes it's sexual sometimes it's not like, yeah it's, i think sometimes it's just like i think it's cute you know i don't think it always has to have yeah. like i mean i have cat ear i have the ra- pink razor headset with the cat yes. ears like i don't think i look inherently sexual sitting in like my sweatpants and sweatshirt wearing right. it that's cat ears you know yes, exactly and then uh japanese psychologist tamaki soto connects it with the desire for transformation um associated with quote-unquote shoujo form or like girl form so like i think like i it was a little confusing but i think what they were saying was that it's associated with like the desire to be cuter or more uh-huh. effeminate it's so. definitely used like in it is definitely used in that sense yeah i definitely think it's like a an effeminate thing like yeah or like viewed as one at least like viewed i don't as a feminine thing yes and like yeah i don't think it's like necessarily always like feminine but i know like i mean like on tiktok there's been the whole trend of like cat boys and yeah like, boys yeah kind cat of, maids or whatever yeah kind of embracing their more feminine side and wearing like cat yes. ears and stuff and i think it's so cute and i love it yes i really like cat boys Me too. <laughs> um it's mostly found in like anime manga fandoms but also other fandoms um like and um, I would say the most common is the cat girl slash cat boy, um, also called, like, you also will see it tagged as, like, Neko, exclamation point, like, cat version, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and it's very popular in fandoms like Haikyuu with the Nekoma team, Harry Potter, especially with Draco and Harry. Uh, Jesus Christ, for some reason. I didn't know. I didn't Inception, know. apparently. Inception! Inception! <laughs> Naruto, obviously, with Sasuke and Naruto are, like, the two that people like to make um, into Nekomimi. Voltron, it's really big, and I remember this from my own experience. Like, people love making Keith into a catboy uh, way back when. Yuri on Ice, that's really big, um, mostly because Yuri Kusetsuki is associated with cats. And then X-Men, it's also super popular. I'm sorry, I can't get over in the movie Inception. Yeah, there's, like, apparently there's, like, this really big meme where the character Arthur is, like, a catboy. The me the movie Inception. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I guess, um, yeah. And then on that note, like in these fandoms, it often overlaps with Omegaverts Omega Ome- Omegaverse, excuse me, and physical changes such as like going into heat or rut. 
Okay. So, some famous examples of this is the BL manga Loveless, which in Loveless, um, I, 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 I would Loveless. honestly argue that, like, Loveless is one of the main reasons that it's associated with, like, sexual stuff, because in Loveless, yeah. you have, like, animal ears and a tail, and they only go away once you lose your virginity. So everyone can say, like, are you a virgin? Or are you not a virgin? Like, everybody can see it. So I God, would I don't, argue that I, that's why. I, I watched Loveless when I was, like, in, like, high school. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I could watch it again. It I never watched out. it. I think I tried reading it, and I just it's, couldn't get into it's it. It's because it's, like, there isn't an inherently sexual relationship, but it's, like, very much, like, younger guy, older guy. And it's, yes, I remember it, that. It weirds me out. I don't think I could a watch it again. A lot of people again. have a strong dislike for it because of that and, like, have called it problematic. I don't know enough about it to say either way, so um, I won't. I would, like, say, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't, I would not, I don't, I would not feel comfortable I would just say it that it's arguably from the most famous example yeah. that, like, we know of. Um, and then another really popular example is Ruby, um, R-W-B-Y, like, the show that from Rooster Teeth. They have a kimono mini race called Faunus. Faunus? It's been a long time since I watched Ruby. Um, and in this uh, species, they're only allowed to have, like, one animal trait, such as ears or a tail. Like, they don't have more than one trait. Um, and the fandom really has a popular tag to make, like, more than one trait. So, like, the girl, I think it's Blake, has the cat ears. So, like, there's a popular tag yeah. to make her have a tail as well. Okay. And then, uh, like I said before, Miraculous Ladybug with Shah Noir. Um, She-Ra with Catra is a very popular one. Yeah. And then <laughs> I remembered, I totally forgot about this, so I read it on the fan lore page, but Uma Musume Pretty Derby. Do you remember that? Sky was really into that. <laughs> surprise it's um it was like for those of you cute don't horse remember, girls. it was cute horse girls in derbies so it was like i watched like an episode i, I didn't episode i watched the cute. trailer and i couldn't stop laughing at it um but like they were just like horse girls but like girls who were horses running and like they race, like they race like they were yeah. in like horse racing yeah and like as an equestrian like as like an actual equestrian i could not stand looking like i watched the trailer and that was as much as i could do and then finally, Kimono Friends is a popular Sky series. Sky also as well. liked that. Yes, I remember. They cosplayed from it, right? <laughs> yep, they did. Yeah. So uh, they did, like, what, the Jaguar character? Or leopard character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the leopard. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. So Kimono Friends is just like anthropomorphized uh, people as, or sorry, animals, and like they go through different animals and cryptids and whatnot. So. I only have one fic for you guys because, unfortunately, most of the fics on Archive of Our Own uh, tend to be more explicit, and I love everybody who has listened this far, but I don't feel comfortable enough to, like, read porn to you guys just yet. Maybe in the future. Um, yeah. So, like, I was, like, looking through Shira, trying to find something, because I was like, Shira is such a good example of Catra, but I, and same with Chat Noir, but, like, I just couldn't find anything that, like, talked about their cat behavior that was Like, wasn't very explicit. specifically, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think it works out. We spend a lot of time on college you so yes you know <laughs> um so i i just have my one fic um and it's a haiku fic which i also felt bad because i'm like i feel like i do a lot of haiku fics but kimono mimi is very much associated with ne- oh, team nekoma and haiku like even even outside of that like it's just a big thing in haiku um and i actually have one that's not with the nekoma team it's uh kagehina so kageyama and hinata yes uh, the two main characters and it's literally called neko mimi cuddles <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, by Flancy69 on Archive of Our Own. It's rated for general audiences. So, uh, do you want to read for Hinata or Kageyama? I don't care. Um, it's Kageyama's POV, so you can read Hinata. Okay. Yeah, it's a very short fic. I didn't cut anything out. This is, like, the entire fic. It's a one-shot. It was a lazy Sunday morning with Kageyama lounging on his bed and Hinata and Hinata playing tirelessly on his floor. Come over here, Hinata. I told you I don't want to. You're just going to groom me, and I already did it myself this morning. Kageyama looked lazily at the orange tabby. Hinata was on his back, tossing a volleyball into the air repeatedly. Kageyama rolled onto his stomach, his ears flicking in thought. We just had a practice match yesterday. Why can't you seem to relax? <laughs> the ball stopped, and Hinata turned to him with a, myth- with a miffed expression. You didn't toss to me at all. That's a lie. <laughs> Kageyama stretched his arms out in front of him, hips raising slightly or- higher in order to get the full satisfaction of the stretch. Well, it was only like three times then. 
And I had some really cool moves I wanted to try out. He continued to whine. Kageyama was beginning to feel irritated. Why couldn't Hinata just be quiet and relaxed with him? The younger cat had stayed overnight, and even went with Kageyama on his jog that morning, which resulted in both of them running twice Kageyama's usual distance. As <laughs> as their runs usually do. Yes. Them, <laughs> them just, just like race <laughs> compete each other. Um, he hated to say it, but he needed to rest. And that rest included a certain orange-haired furball. Kageyama sank down off his bed and crawled over to where Shoyo was still sulking. Kageyama? He hefted his entire weight onto the smaller cat, resulting in a small <clears throat> being heard from beneath him. Kageyama, what are you doing? Let me go. I don't want to be groomed. The volleyball he'd so been idly- I know, I know. <laughs> the volleyball he'd been idly playing with rolled away. Kageyama ignored the small mules of displeasure. Now that he was closer, he could tell the kitten had definitely not properly groomed himself that morning. He How dare he? He not <laughs> tried to army crawl his way out, but it was fruitless. Kageyama opened his mouth and began with the area behind his ears. Looking stripes that all went the same way, he kept a paw on top of Hinata's back to make sure he couldn't escape before he was done. Surprisingly, the cat was rather calm, only making occasional disgruntled sounds when Kageyama kept licking the same, licking the same spot for too long. It seems he was more tired than he let on. He would occasionally nuzzle patches of hair that he deemed suitably groomed, laying his tongue against the tiny tufts of fur to make sure they stayed arranged properly. Finally, the process of making sure Shoyo was clean was accomplished. Kageyama shifted slightly to the side as to not squish the smaller cat and curve his body around him. The light from his window had made its way to the shared spot on the floor, making that instant the perfect segue into Kageyama's preferred way of spending a Sunday afternoon. He purred contentedly. Hinata curled up against the larger body, resigning himself. If he couldn't play like he wanted, taking a nice long nap with Kageyama was a close second. So I think that's also a good example of how some people will, like, really take more animal features to a human. Yeah, like, I was like, gonna say, it, it seems much more, like animal-like like from my incredibly under- right but from my understanding like, they're still people yeah but, like they refer to like their hands as paws and for yeah. whatever reason i guess they have yeah. um the same, i like, think if you cats. if you didn't um like if if they didn't mention like actually playing like volleyball i would just think they yes. were cats i same when i was like reading it this through the first time i was like wait are they actually people or cats <laughs> but I, I yeah i think it's a i'm good still not sure i'm like of... maybe they're maybe the cats that play volleyball i don't know um, congrats to them no but i think it's a good example kind of of like how it can go sometimes because yes. i think sometimes it can really just be like the character having cat ears you know yes or honestly i see that a lot. Ears a lot um a really popular trope too and like explicit fanfic is like people like suddenly going under a transformation for no reason and like yeah. cat ear transformation and then they have cat ears and the person that they're sleeping with is like oh my god that's so hot yeah, yeah, this was, like, the only one I could find that wasn't explicit. I searched, like, this wasn't even one that I'd read before. Like, I had to, like, search so hard for this to find one that, like, talked, like, actually about their features yeah. and wasn't porn, um, which mm-hmm. kind of surprised me because I would think that, like, this domestic thing was something that more people would write for, but maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just not in the fandoms that I read through. Yeah, I don't think I'd read, like, the thing is, I don't think it's something I personally, like, go out of my way to read in, like, a fic. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, like, yeah, I, I, like, I, I I like it, like, I do, as I said, like, I love cat boys, and, like, I love cat boy videos on TikTok. Oh, that actually reminds me, I totally forgot to mention this in the history, but, like, something that is really popular in a lot of, like, fandoms is, like, slave, or, like, pet and owner, like, cat boy AU, where people will be, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like they're they're cat boy humans, but they're owned. Yeah, yeah like they're owned like actual like pets. That, yeah, that's like a really popular one. Um, I don't know. I'm not so into that group, but I definitely do like look for, like I don't look for this, but I'll read it if I see it. Um, mostly the porn though. Like I feel weird reading like this one that's like very domestic and laid back, where yeah. the character is not already with these features like they just yeah. added these features it just kind of feels a little weird to me personally yeah know. a lot of the fandoms i well i mean as i said like i mostly read marvel fix mm-hmm. there's like none for marvel True. like th- there obviously are probably some but like not a ton and it's like the ones i like have read thing. the but even like i haven't read a ton of haiku ones with it either really yeah. i there's so many there the thing is i don't think like i don't it's like, very popular in haiku I don't know. I just, at least the ones I have read, the thing is, I haven't been into Haikyuu for very long. That's true. So. That's true. Okay, so, for giving you guys some context on how long I've been a Haikyuu fan, I was into Haikyuu and reading fix for it back when we hadn't even broken a thousand fix on Archive of Our Own. Now there's over 90,000. Yeah. So, I've been here since, like, the beginning. I was also the first Yamaguchi cosplayer in the US, one of them, so, like... We stand that. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, but, um... Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's Kimmel and me. Okay, I think that's I I guess it. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your what are your social medias? <gasps> Thank you for asking, Liz. You can find me at Flighty the Nerd on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter. That's then you can also find me at Gabs the Nerd on Instagram, and that's Gabs with two S's. And Liz, what about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. Ooh. And do you want to give the show social media as well? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok. and TikTok. I finally made the TikTok. Yes. At um, Trope Podcast. For our Facebook page, you can find us at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to email us, I don't know why you would, you can um, you can email us at trope dominant, trope dominance at gmail.com yes um and i'm currently working on making a ao3 account for the show so we can bookmark all of our fics that we've read which i we've only read ao3 fics except for one so we we can make a lot of one or two Two. yeah not a lot wattpad's a little bit different oh i don't know how wattpad works i wouldn't use it but i can also make um a fanfic account for us yeah well Um, we we just kind of yeah, where we just kind of, like, bookmark the fix we've read. So it's like, oh, if you want to just, like, see some stuff we've read on the show, you, there's just, like, a really yes. quick and easy place to go. And I will say, it's not, like, the fix we've read, like, ever. It's literally just the fix for the show. So show, yeah. So it's, like, an easier... About, yes. Yeah. That way you don't have to, like, search for the links on our social media Yeah. Uh, it'll... Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll still be posting them there. Yes. Don't get me wrong. If you want to look there, you can. But it's just, I, I thought of it and I thought it was like, you know what, that's an easy way. Yes, I agree. And yeah. Awesome. Okay. I think that's it. Any yeah. Any closing remarks? No. We'll, oh, we'll see you um, next time. Oh. Rate and subscribe, please. We'd love to get more of that. Um, yes. And we'll see. If, by the time uh, this comes out, we'll have just gone through our uh, first three episodes dropping. Because yeah. right now it is like two days before that so we're really excited Mm -hmm. and hopefully we have not died uh by the time this comes out yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right bye. bye